Today's episode is brought to you by Frightworks Haunted House, Knoxville, Tennessee's in-town, indoor factory of fear. For more information, go to frightworks.com and be sure to follow on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Tennessee Roads, recorded in the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains. Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Tennessee Roads. My name's Dusty, and I'll be your guide as we hitchhike through all the towns and communities that make up the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains. Well, hey there, guys, and welcome back for another episode of Tennessee Roads Podcast. I am Dusty, if you're just joining us, and I'm your guide as we hitchhike through all the towns and communities that make up the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to remind all of my listeners to please be sure that you rate and leave a review on whatever platform you guys are listening on. I want to hear your feedback. Please be sure that you guys reach out to me directly on Instagram at TN Roads Podcast or on Facebook at Tennessee Roads Podcast. Please reach out. Let me know if there's anything that you would like for me to cover, any stories or folklore that you guys want to learn more about. I'm definitely willing to do that. So please be sure you give us a like and a follow and make sure that when you subscribe, you turn on those notifications so you can be notified the next time I release a new episode. Now, without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump right on into today's episode, which is the most notorious court cases in the state of Tennessee. The importance of the judicial system in Tennessee cannot be overstated. It serves as the ultimate arbitrator to resolving disputes, interpreting and applying the law, and delivering justice to those who have been wronged. Whether it is a criminal trial, a civil lawsuit, or an appeal, the courts provide a platform for individuals to seek redress, present evidence, and have their cases decided upon by an impartial judge or jury. Furthermore, the judicial system acts as a safeguard against abuses of power and ensures that no one is above the law. It holds individuals accountable for their actions, whether they are private citizens or public officials. The judiciary serves as a check and balance on the other branches of the government, ensuring that laws are constitutional and that the rights of individuals are protected. In today's episode, we will travel back almost a hundred years to see how some court cases in the state of Tennessee have shaped our country. We'll take a look at cases that show the clash between science and religion, how some cases may become legal dramas that show the complexities of justice, and how large corporations cannot be above the law, and how some families use the judicial system to find justice for their loved ones. The first case that we're going to take a look at today is the Scopes Monkey Trial of 1925. This was a landmark court case that captured the attention of the nation. It brought to the forefront the clash between scientific theories, practically Charles Darwin's theory of evolution, and religious beliefs. The trial, held in Dayton, Tennessee, was a pivotal moment in American history, revealing the tensions between traditional values and the advancements of modern science. 
Now, in the early 20th century, the teaching of evolution was a continuous issue. Tennessee had enacted the Butler Act, which prohibited teaching of any theory that denied the biblical account of human creation. Seeking to challenge this law, the American Civil Liberties Union, or the ACLU, offered to support any teacher willing to violate that statute. John T. Scopes, a high school biology teacher in Dayton, accepted the challenge and began teaching evolution in his classroom. As expected, he was charged with violating the Butler Act, and the stage was set for the trial that would captivate the nation. The Scopes Monkey Trial began on July 10th of 1925, with renowned attorney Clarence Darrow representing Scopes and three-time presidential candidate William Jennings Bryan serving as the prosecutor. The trial became a media spectacle, drawing reporters from around the country. Darrow's defense team focused on challenging the constitutionality of the Butler Act, arguing that it violated the teacher's right to free speech. Darrow also sought to undermine Bryan's credibility by questioning his literal interpretation of the Bible. Bryan, who was a prominent advocate of fundamentalist Christianity, argued that the Bible's account of creation should be taught in schools, emphasizing the importance of preserving traditional religious values. He intended to use the trial as a platform to promote his beliefs. The trial received widespread attention and fueled the ongoing debate between science and religion. While it was primarily a legal battle, the courtroom became a stage for a more broader conflict between different worldviews. The media coverage highlighted the divisions within society, with many viewing the trial as a clash between progress and tradition. Eventually, John T. Scopes was found guilty and fined $100, although that verdict was later overturned on a technicality. Nevertheless, the Scopes Monkey Trial had far-reaching consequences. It brought the issue of teaching evolution into the national spotlight, provoking public discussions of the place of science and religion in education. The trial marked a turning point in public perception, with an increasing number of Americans questioning the literal interpretation of the Bible. It paved the way for the eventual acceptance of the teaching of evolution in schools, though it would take several more decades for significant progress. The Scopes Monkey Trial also highlighted the need for open dialogue and the exploration of different perspectives. It reminded society of the importance of critical thinking and the freedom to question established beliefs. This trial remains an iconic event in American history, symbolizing the clash between science and religion in the early 20th century. The trial raised the fundamental questions about the limits of religious influence in public education and the preservation of intellectual freedom. While the trial itself may have been a legal dispute over state law, its significance extends far beyond that of the courtroom. It brought attention to the ongoing tension between tradition and progress, and it continues to resonate as a reminder of the ongoing need to balance faith, reason, and the pursuit of knowledge. The next case that we will cover is the state of Tennessee versus Ranella Leaf. In the legal realm of Tennessee, one case that captivated public attention and sparked intense debate was the state of Tennessee versus Ranella Leaf. A high-profile trial centered around the mysterious deaths of Leith's first and second husbands and the subsequent legal proceedings that unfolded. With twists and turns, conflicting evidence, and an intriguing cast of characters, 
this case pushed the boundaries of the justice system. Leith, a former nurse and the wife of a prominent district attorney, found herself at the center of a gripping legal saga. The case began with the death of her first husband, David Leith, in 1992, initially ruled as an accidental shooting. However, after the death of her second husband, Ed Dossett, in 2003, law enforcement reopened the investigation into David Leith's death. The state of Tennessee presented a compelling case against Miss Leith, alleging that she was responsible for the deaths of both of her husbands. The prosecution argued that Leith stood to gain substantial life insurance benefits from each death. Additionally, they introduced evidence suggesting that she exhibited suspicious behavior after their deaths, including attempting to dispose of firearms and altering her alibi. Leith's defense team vehemently maintained her innocence, challenging the prosecution's case on several fronts. They argued that David Leith's death was indeed an accident, as the original ruling had concluded. The defense also scrutinized the evidence related to Ed Dossett's death, highlighting the potential alternative explanations and questioning the credibility of the witnesses presented by the prosecution. In the initial trial in 2009, Leith was convicted of the murder of her first husband, David Leith. However, in a surprising turn of events, Leith appealed for a new trial on the basis of Judge Richard Baumgardner's judicial misconduct relative to his drug use. The Tennessee Court of Criminal Appeals granted her this new trial in 2011. In the retrial held in 2012, the jury acquitted Leith of both husbands' murders, citing insufficient evidence to prove her guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. This case captivated the public's imagination with its intricate web of circumstances and legal arguments. While the trial concluded with Leith's acquittal, the case continues to generate discussion about the limits and intricacies of the justice system, leaving lasting impressions on Tennessee's legal landscape. When we return, we will discuss our last two remaining cases. But before we do that, here's a quick word from our sponsors. How much fright can you take in one night? Take it all at Frightworks! With more blood for your buck, more chainsaws for your change, more dismemberment for your dollar. Five fantastic Fright Zones, just one place, just one ticket. Frightworks, Knoxville's in-town, indoor factory of fear on West Emory Road. Buy your tickets now at Frightworks.com. The next case that we're going to talk about today is the Pilot Flying J fraud case. And this was the attempt to unveil corporate scandal and the pursuit of justice. The Pilot Flying J fraud case sent shockwaves through the business world, exposing a widespread scheme to defraud customers. This high-profile legal battle unfolded as the truth behind the practices of one of the largest truck stop companies in the United States, Pilot Flying J, came to light. In this case, we will delve into the intricacies of the Pilot Flying J fraud case, exploring the fraudulent scheme, the legal proceedings, and the far-reaching consequences that emerged from this corporate scandal. Pilot Flying J, a prominent truck stop and travel center company headquartered in Knoxville, Tennessee, found itself mirrored in controversy when federal investigators uncovered a complex fraud scheme. The investigation revealed that Pilot Flying J executives, including the company owners, engaged in a systematic effort to defraud customers by withholding promised fuel rebates. The scheme involved altering pricing contracts and intentionally deceiving customers, 
particularly smaller trucking companies. In the aftermath of the investigation, multiple Pilot Flying J employees were indicted and faced criminal charges. As the case progressed, some individuals involved in the fraud scheme chose to cooperate with federal authorities and provide testimony against their colleagues. These plea agreements shed light on the inner workings of the fraud and implicated high-ranking executives within the company. The resolution of the Pilot Flying J fraud case involved a combination of criminal charges, guilty pleas, and civil agreements. The company itself entered into a deferred prosecution agreement with the U.S. Department of Justice, requiring them to pay significant fines and establish internal compliance measures. This agreement allowed Pilot Flying J to avoid prosecution by demonstrating good conduct and cooperating with the ongoing investigation. The repercussions of this case extended far beyond the courtroom. Many trucking companies, particularly the smaller ones that heavily relied on the promised fuel rebates, suffered financial losses. The case exposed a breach in trust between Pilot Flying J and its customers, eroding confidence in the company and the industry as a whole. The fallout from this case led to extensive legal settlements, with Pilot Flying J reaching agreements to compensate affected customers. Additionally, the scandal promoted a renewed focus on transparency and accountability within the trucking industry. Industry-wide discussions took place regarding fair business practices, ethics, and the need for stronger oversight to prevent similar fraudulent activities. The Pilot Flying J fraud case serves as a stark reminder of the importance of integrity and ethical behavior in the business world. It highlights the significance of regulatory oversight and the need for corporate governance that prioritizes transparency, honesty, and fair dealings with customers. From a legal standpoint, the case demonstrates the determination of law enforcement agencies to uncover corporate wrongdoings and hold individuals accountable. The pursuit of justice in this case sent a strong message that fraudulent practices will not be tolerated, regardless of the size or influence of the company involved. The Pilot Flying J fraud case exposed a disturbing corporate scandal, revealing a systematic effort to deceive customers and defraud them of their promised fuel rebates. This legal battle showcased the commitment of law enforcement agencies to uncover the wrongdoings and ensure justice prevails. The case serves as a cautionary tale about the importance of ethical business practices, transparency, and the accountability in the corporate world. The last trial that we are going to talk about today is the Shannon Christian and Chris Newsom murder trial. This trial stands as one of the most harrowing criminal cases in recent history, leaving a lasting impact on the community and igniting a national conversation about justice. The heinous crimes committed against Shannon Christian and Chris Newsom shocked the nation highlighting the devastating consequences of violence. Now we will delve into the tragic events surrounding their murders, the subsequent trial, and the profound effects this case had on both the victims' families and the pursuit of justice. In January 2007, Shannon Christian, a 21-year-old student, and Chris Newsom, a 23-year-old carpenter, were abducted from their Knoxville, Tennessee apartment. Over the course of the next several hours, they were subject to unimaginable acts of violence, including rape, torture, and murder. The details of their ordeal shocked the community and sent shockwaves across the nation. Law enforcement swiftly launched an extensive investigation, leading to the arrest of several individuals in the crimes. LaMarcus Davidson, Ledevis Corbins, 
George Thomas, and Vanessa Coleman were charged with a litany of crimes, including first-degree murder, kidnapping, rape, and theft. The trial brought the perpetrators to the courtroom, where the chilling details of the crime were presented as evidence. The prosecution presented a compelling case, painting a grim picture of the defendant's actions and their deliberate intent to inflict pain and suffering. The defense, on the other hand, sought to undermine the prosecution's case by challenging the witness's credibility and introducing alternative theories. The jury deliberated and returned with the verdicts. Lamarcus Davison was found guilty of multiple charges, including first-degree murder, and received the death penalty. Ledevis Cobbins was sentenced to life in prison without parole, while George Thomas and Vanessa Coleman received lesser sentences. The Shannon Christian and Chris Newsom murder trial left an incredible mark on the families of the victims, the community of Knoxville, and the nation as a whole. This senseless brutality of the crime served as a grim reminder of the need for justice and the importance of coming together to combat violence. The case also reignited discussions about racial tensions and the biases that can influence criminal proceedings. The victims were white, while the majority of the perpetrators were people of color, leading to debates about the potential impact of race on the trial and the public perception of the case. The Shannon Christian and Chris Newsom murder trial remains a haunting reminder of the devastating consequences of violence and the quest for justice. This case stands as a testament to the resilience of the victims' families, the dedication of law enforcement, and the pursuit of justice through the legal system. As a society, we must strive to remember their story, honor their memory, and work towards creating a safer and more just world. Well, guys, there you go. There are some of the most notorious court cases in the state of Tennessee. I really hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please be sure that you guys like, subscribe, follow on those platforms. Make sure you turn those notifications on. Share this podcast with someone else that might be interested in learning a little bit more about East Tennessee or Tennessee as a whole. Don't forget to like us on Instagram at TN Roads Podcast or on Facebook at Tennessee Roads Podcast. All one word, unfortunately. Uh, But yeah, until next time, I hope you guys come back and join me here soon. We will be taking a deep dive into the historic city of Maryville, Tennessee, my hometown. So until then, guys, stay safe and stay educated. (music) 